The Reckless Ray. Power Hour. Augie, what in the hell are you doing? You need to put those chairs in the shade next to the lemonade. People want to feel refreshed on their 4th of July. And I specifically told you to alternate the Stars and Stripes paper plates. This picnic table looks like it was set up by a small child. And the slip and slide, aimed at the alley. Are you trying to get someone killed? Little Tommy Wheeler's gonna end up like roadkill because you don't use your head. Sometimes I wonder why I pay you, Augie. Well, seeing as it's a holiday and I'm here voluntarily, yet again, you're not actually paying me. Also, if I recall last year's fourth extravaganza, I thought this was an adults-only affair. That's after 9 o'clock. Didn't didn't you read the invitations? Now fix the place settings. Don't be stingy with the sparklers either. I did read them, and I guess I didn't realize you had such a specific vision in mind. You basically handed me plates and told me to make it look presentable. And apparently you couldn't do it. Yet another failure in a long list of your life. Maybe a little direction would have helped, a little guidance. It's called delegation, and if you'd be doing your winterism assignments like I asked, you'd know all about it. But here we are, less than three hours away, and as usual, you're woefully underprepared. Please tell me that's not what you're wearing. What's wrong with my Nike dry fit? It's green, Augie. It's not St. F***ing Patrick's Day. You wear red, white, and blue on the 4th of July. Show a little respect. And why are you wearing running shoes? It's not a goddamn race, you momo. It's a social function, which means you shouldn't look like you're off to the 55 and older pickleball league. Yet another problem with your generation. No respect and no class. My day we dressed up for every social function there was, just like we were getting into our Sunday's best. All out dinner jackets, slacks, a pair of fine leather loafers. Night out dancing or headed to the beach, it didn't matter, we came in class. It's kind of silly and a bit overkill to me. I really like the grand illusion of people like you over 60 that seem to think everything they remember from their youth was magical. That's because you're an idiot, Augie. Now can you please change the direction of the slip and slide so little Tommy Wheeler doesn't wind up as red asphalt during today's glorious celebration of life and liberty. Who's Tommy Wheeler? There's no Tommy Wheeler. You interject Tommy Wheeler every time there's a child to put into the story. I'm fairly certain in the state of Florida's established this, you're not allowed anywhere near children. Left to right, Augie. Put it left to right, please. Now, have I ever told you why I'm so passionate about the 4th of July? Multiple times, but I'm guessing... That's right, because we're celebrating freedom, liberty, when a small group of patriots, which, by the way, included my great-great-great-grandpapa Gene, rest your soul, pappy, rallied against big government and unfair taxes and declared their independence. Today, when we can all come together as Americans... You really racist piece of shit! Happy 4th of July to you, Jerry! Feel free to stop by later for some punch and croquet! Augie put my neighbor Jerry down as a maybe. As I was saying, it's a day when we can all come together, drink copiously, operate large motorcraft, fire off explosives until all hours of the night. Sounds a bit like your everyday routine, right? And that, my friend, is why we live in the greatest country in the world. On that note, I can't help but notice you seem to have an awful lot of wires and canisters of propane compiled there in the center of the lawn. And I gotta say, that seems like, well, a disaster waiting to happen. <laughs> I was hoping you'd ask about that. That's for tonight's fireworks spectacular. Prepare to be blown away. Literally. I probably should have got the 60-gallon tanks. That there, Augie, is an entire van full of military-grade explosives. My buddy Sal knows a guy. Who knows a guy in Little Havana who needed to move this stuff ASAP? He said it was enough to light up a small Nicaraguan uprising. Whatever that means. 
Long story short, people will be talking about tonight's fireworks display for many years to come. Yeah, I'd say that sounds like a pretty fair assessment of what's going to happen. And what time does this display yours begin, you know, so I can make sure that I am not anywhere near a 10-mile radius of this place? Hard to say. You have to play these things by ear. Make sure you time it right for just the right moment. Give the people what they want. I expect we'll begin sometime close to when Larry's moonshine WAP runs out. The key is to really catch people by surprise. But I'll guarantee this. When I light that fuse, it's going to look like f***ing Chinese New Year back here. Not even the Orientals will have seen something like this. In the propane tanks? That's just a little extra primer, Augie. Then you did all that wiring by yourself. Just finished up last night. Larry stopped by with a sampling of tonight's refreshments, and we put the last piece of tubing in place around 2 a.m. Hmm, so you and Larry rigged this all up together. It is really going to be something spectacular. Okay, I think I'm going to go finish setting up the croquet course, maybe scout out my evacuation route. Say, do you mind if I throw up my badminton set in the front yard? Well, where are we going to play American Gladiator Challenge? Just for once, could you think with your head, Augie? Let me worry about the yard games. Maybe make yourself useful and go clean off the beer pong table. If I remember right, Uncle Ray entertained a lady friend on there last year at the after party, so it might be a little sticky. I think I got a rag and some pine saw in the garage you can use. There's nowhere to go from up but here, Augie. There's nowhere to go but up. Oh, look at that. There's Larry right on time with the meat. Notice the prompt punctuality Larry exhibits from his winterism training, Augie. Maybe someday that will be you. I doubt it. We can dream. I got the meat, Ray. I got the meat. Hundred burgers, hundred dogs, hundred brats. Little gator tail, just like you done asked. Why is none of this packaged? Let me guess, one of you knows a guy who knows a guy? Not just any guy. Larry's cousin, Barry. I thought he was a truck driver. Barry's a man of many hats. His talents and interests are vast. Along with driving long haulers, he's also a part-time butcher and taxidermist. Says right here on his business card. Don't you need to be licensed to do those things? Here we go again. Bureaucratic overregulation nonsense. What a man does with his meat in his own damn time is his business. Literally and metaphorically. Larry, just put those fine specimens next to the grill. Uncle Ray will grill those babies up to a perfect red. Since we seem to be talking a lot about personal liberties here today, could I maybe, just maybe, get my burger well done this year? Augie, do you question the chef when you go to a fine restaurant? No, you let him work his magic. And that's how we do it here. I put on my f*** the cook apron and I work magic. Why are you the only one always complaining all these years? Maybe because I'm one of the only four people that is usually here each year at your annual sausage fest, pun very much intended. And I tell you, every year you don't need 100 burgers and yet you never listen. Barry only does bulk orders and he gives me a discount. And I was eating burgers and brats until November last year, so it's really a no-brainer. That would explain your staggering cholesterol numbers. Cholesterol what now? Liberal mumbo-jumbo, Larry. You see, when the left can't complain about anything else, they turn to health to scare people into acting the way they want. First it was smoking. Now it's don't eat meat. My grandpappy drank whiskey every morning with his Folgers, smoked three packs a day, and sure as hell ate fried meat seven days a week. And as you can see, I followed that very same health regimen myself, and I'm in tip-top shape, if I don't say so. Your reliance on motorized carts at the supermarket begs to differ. That was one time, and I told you it was only because I dislocated a hip trying out some new additions from the Kama Sutra. And frankly, I think it's bullshit that only fat people get to use those little scooters. 
I'll tell you right now, that's the next case to hit the Supreme Court. We got the transes. It's time to set our sights on the fatties. They've had it far too good for far too long in this country. It's discrimination and it needs to end. You're still mad about what that kid said to you earlier driving the cart, aren't you? That smug little bastard, he didn't know what he was talking about. Let me guess. His name was Tommy Wheeler, wasn't it? He's just so damn smug. He didn't know a damn thing. Okay, on that note, I think I'm going to go start setting the mics up for broadcast. Maybe take it easy on that WAP before the show starts. We do have some politics and current events, you know, to cover in our broadcast. Uncle Ray will be just fine. Plus, Larry's going to sit in on the taping a bit so I can play host a bit more. Larry, did you bring your homemade moonshine? Yep, there we go. Just toss it right in, right there in the kiddie pool. Yep, put all of it in there. Hello, Florida! Oh, Augie, I know that song always brings a tear to the eyes, but on the fourth, proud to be an American just really tugs at the heartstrings, you know? How could anyone not love this country? Yeah, that song is something special, especially on that eighth time, alternating between Leonard Skinner and James Taylor. Not even you, Augie, can bring me down on such a wonderful day. Maybe I can't, but I got pretty good money on the 15 glasses of moonshine you've been double-fisting since 9 a.m. The sun is shining, the hooch is flowing, there's fresh kill on the grill, and the smell of freedom in the air. So forgive me for loving this country, Augustus, my boy. Come here, let me tussle that hair. I just put your, put your hands down. I think maybe you should sit out a few of the next rounds of beer pong. F*** that! The titties are on the line. You mean titles? No, I mean titties, my boy. One more win and old Ray is going motorboating with Wild Wendy from Chick-fil-A. Okay, I think we're at the point in the day where we start to limit Ray's on airtime and let him do his thing playing host to this crowd. You want a cannonball? You want a f***ing cannonball? It's go time, Augie! Well, let's say this, folks. You don't see a man raise age to a cannonball into a kiddie pool full of moonshine every day. Now, now, that, that just ain't true. Weez was doing them last week in my place. You know what? That's that's fair, Larry. I stand corrected. In any case, it looks like it's going to be up to us to hold down the fort here for a while, so... Hey, can someone try to fish Ray out? I think he should have resurfaced by now. <clears throat> As I was saying, it looks like it's going to be up to us to keep things going. So why don't we keep things simple here and just talk a bit about the recent SCOTUS rulings. I imagine it was a pretty upbeat week for you, Larry. Am I going to be on the box? What? The box. Am I on the box now? They can hear me right right now? Like what I'm saying right now? The words the that air? I'm saying right? The air? They, they're yes. in the box. You mean the air, Larry? Yes. We're unfortunately live right now. So yes, you're on the box, Larry. Ha, bitchin'. So as I was saying, the SCOTUS rulings. You had to like those, Larry? What in the hell is a SCOTUS? The Supreme Court of the United States? Supreme what of the what now? Okay, I'll try to simplify this. The Supreme Court ended its most recent session by making a ruling on something called affirmative action. It's basically a policy aimed at increasing workplace and educational opportunities for people who are underrepresented in various areas of society. It focuses on demographics with historically low representation in leadership and professional roles. Say what? Okay, people who have been mistreated and not given many opportunities. Do you think it's okay to do more to help them? You, you mean like when our last litter of pit bulls had that one little runt that they picked on and took all his food? I called him Squeaker. So every morning I'd take Squeaker up on the couch with me and make sure he got enough food. 
Polarium. Not sure that was exactly the same thing, but yes, I think in some way your squeaker story does draw certain parallels. Thank you for your, let's call it, perspective on the ruling. And it looks like, you know, Shirtless Ray is making his way back to the booth, so I'm just going to go ahead here and turn his mic off. Oh, Augie, you're missing a hell of a party. Old Broadming Autry lost her top on the slip and slide, and I'll tell you what, I'd like to slip and slide. hi And Carney Carl's doing eight balls behind the shed. Jesus Christ, Ray, we are on the air. Well, I'm sure there's less people listening that are actually here at this party of yours. It would be nice for once not to be sanctioned by the FCC. We cut it on the sex and drug talk. Who the hell is Carney Carl anyways? Oh no, no, not that eight ball. Carney Carl's an old minor league ball player I met a long time ago on the couple wild nights at Birmingham. After his knees gave out, he joined the carnival. Does this thing where he puts on old catcher's gear and he lets you throw an eight ball at him for a buck a toss. Making quite all back there. I don't think anyone's hit him yet, but God damn it, now I missed it, Augie. Are you happy? A man apparently just got hit by an eight ball. No, I can't say that I am. But what about the show, Ray? You you do realize we're supposed to be hosting an actual broadcast today? I understand making an ass of yourself is the standard, but you're just taking this to a whole new... All work and no play make Ray a dull boy, Augie. You take the stick out of your ass and play a round of American Gladiator. Okay, I'll tell you what. If you can have one serious discussion on politics to cover this last segment... I'll play around a bocce. Bocce is for pussies, Augie. Unless you're going to let people throw them at you like Carney Carl. Play a real long game American Gladiator Challenge. Fine. If you sit and talk coherently. It's not going to happen. You can sit and finish off the last segment you wanted to cover. I'll play one round of American Gladiator. You got yourself a deal. Fire away. Were we talking about blacks no longer getting special treatment to get into college? Business owners finally not having to violate their faith to cater to the government's agenda? This country is finally back on the right track. That's what I have to say about it. I hope the good Judge Thomas is restfully enjoying one of his Republican donor-paid luxury vacations right now. It's a matter of fact, because he certainly earned it. There, we've discussed the news and a topic of your selection. It's time for American Gladiator Challenge. One, you keep calling it American Gladiator Challenge. And two, for the record, we didn't actually discuss anything because, you know, a discussion requires two people. You sound like my second and fourth wife, Augie. Or was it the third? Anyways, we had a verbal contract. Talk politics and you gladiate. I think that's a word, isn't it? Don't you dare back out on us. The crowd is getting restless. Wants to see some action. I'm not sure what kind of action you're talking about here, but just what exactly is this American Gladiator Challenge? Like, battle with foam Q-tip sticks, run a little obstacle course. Yeah, something along those lines. I'll tell you what, you go strap on the helmet and Larry here will prepare the cannon. What did you say? Not doing anything with a cannon, are you crazy? Relax, it's not a real cannon. It's a spud gun Larry rigged up himself to fire tennis balls. Yeah, okay, definitely not going to be doing that. We had a contract, Augie. It was a gentleman's agreement. Ray, you can't welch. Ray, I'm not letting you fire tennis balls at me from 20 feet away with a homemade rocket launcher, I might add. Why, why do you need to ruin the fun? It's America's birthday. Food and drink are plenty. And cannons all ready to go. And you need to spoil the fun. Is that what America means to you, Augie? 
repeat, I am not going to let you or Larry or anyone fire tennis balls at me out of this piece of metal piping Larry has. Step aside, amateur. I'm your man, and I don't even need no damn helmet. I took a Nolan Ryan fastball to the John Spring Training 72, shot it in three places. Shit. You talking about a tennis ball, man? There you go. You have your, I guess we'll call him Gladiator. Highly disappointed in you, Augie, but the crowd seems to like the idea, so let's do it. Larry, fire up the air pumps. Someone count off 50 paces. It's time for American Gladiator. All right, for those few souls that are still listening, I'll try to describe the spectacle we have before us here today. Despite my adamant protests against this poorly thought out idea, they have Carney Carl approximately 50 paces away and have created a rudimentary course for him to work his way through. By course, I mean Ray has thrown out a few lawn chairs in the middle of the yard to dodge, a couple of couch pillows and instructions that Larry must touch each one. I'm sorry that Carl must touch each one. Larry is standing to my right behind the large cannon-like apparatus. You touch each one, Carl. 30 seconds. Hey, Ray, don't you think we should at least test this thing to see what happens, you know, before firing a projectile out of a homemade cannon that Larry put together? Larry says it will work, it will work. Hey, Ray, uh, I only, uh, shot spuds out of this here unit. I don't know about no tennis balls. Enough talk, it's showtime. Arm the cannon. Carl, I'll give a count of three. You'll have 30 seconds to get from the elm tree all the way to the slip and slide without being knocked down. Well, I'm ready. Hey, battle, battle. Hey. Hey, Siri, put 911 on speed dial, please. Three, two, one. Blast off. Whoa. The f***er was moving. Jesus Christ, they put a dent in the elm tree. Larry, do not fire that again. Nonsense. Carl's a professional athlete. Larry, again. Oh my god. Oh, it's a hit. Carl's hit, but he's still moving. Caught him in the leg, but he's grimacing. He's pushing forward. That's one tough son of a bitch. Ray, you cannot keep shooting at him. You're gonna kill him. He's still on his feet. Larry, fire again. Oh my god, no. Oh, it's a direct shot. He's down. Carl's down. Oh shit. Ray, he's not moving. Jesus Christ. It's all right, folks. Carl is a pro. Everything is all right. It's all part of the show. Now, Larry, go light the fuse now. We need to divert attention from this. Start the fireworks presentation. Don't you dare light that fuse, Larry. Someone's got to see if Carl's still breathing. Light it, Larry. Now, now, now. Run. Everybody run. Oh, 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 the humanity. 